Hello and welcome to the Decorum Talking Newspaper for the week ending Saturday 23rd of July 2022. This week it is the turn of Team 3 but the editor is Mary who is stepping in for Ailing. I am Amanda and your other readers are Brian, Jenny and Alan. Welcome to Brian and Jenny who are our relief readers for this week. All our news items are taken from the Hemel Hempstead, Berkhamsted and Tring Gazette and Express newspaper. All telephone numbers are on the local code of 01442 unless stated otherwise. This week's headline is Autism is no barrier. This and other stories follow. Here is the news. But first, a reminder that we have had to change the date of the Decorum Talking Newspaper AGM. It is now Saturday 3rd of September. It starts at 2pm until approximately 4pm. The venue is the Adifield Community Centre in the Queen's Square Adifield HP24FW. Tea and cake will be included. We plan to hire a minibus to help people get to the event and to take them home afterwards. If you would like to book a place on the minibus, please call the secretary on 217918. This is a great opportunity for the DTN team to meet our listeners and hear what they think. It is also an opportunity for listeners to meet other listeners and the team that make the weekly broadcasts possible. Hello, I'm Brian. A frontline police officer who was recently diagnosed with autism has appeared on morning TV to talk about the condition and prove it is no barrier to a career in the force. PC Marcus Soss, who is part of the Abbots Langley Safer Neighbourhood team, was interviewed by former police officer turned TV presenter Rav Wilding as part of the feature on BBC One's Morning Live programme which aired on July the 15th. During the interview, Rav questioned Marcus about his diagnosis and what impact that had had on him and his role. He later revealed to Marcus that he too had been screened for the condition and was about to find out whether he also had it. Although Marcus, who first joined the constabulary when he was just 18 years old as a volunteer special, was diagnosed as being dyslexic when he was 21 years old, he has only recently been formally diagnosed as autistic. Hello, I'm Jenny. He is proof that a neurodiverse condition does not prevent you from working for the police or becoming a public-facing frontline officer. And not only is Marcus now a member of the Safer Neighbourhood team, but his career has also included working as an emergency call handler in Hearts Police's busy control room, as an intervention officer responding to 999 emergency calls, and also as a plain-clothed officer on targeted operations. Marcus said, people aren't always the same, and some of us have hidden disabilities that's okay and you can be who you want to be. When I was officially diagnosed as autistic it made sense to me and explained a few things. I realize now that some of my autistic traits have been of benefit to me in policing. For example I was able to identify a pattern in criminal behavior offending that linked two incidents that were thought to be unrelated. I then analysed ANPR, 
automatic number plate recognition data and managed to link a vehicle that presented at both locations. I found out that the vehicle was registered in the north and using my knowledge in plate patching, I was able to determine the vehicle was on cloned plates, in turn giving officers information in real time to assist with the incident and make an arrest. Hertfordshire Constabulary welcomes people from all walks of life and we have processes in place, including workplace adjustments and support groups, to ensure everyone is able to fulfil their role to the best of their ability. Hello, I'm Alan. A dog massage therapist from Hemel Hempstead has been shortlisted for a business award for female entrepreneurs. Karen Young from Safe Hands Clinical Canine Massage is finalist in the animal services and the best customer service categories in the best Bus business women awards. Safe Hands Clinical Canine Massage provides services for dogs to help them live a better quality life. Karen says, I'm super thrilled to be a finalist for the second year in a row. I really love that I can change the lives of my doggy clients. And she added, this in turn helps owners cope, often through quite dark times when their precious companions are suffering. Working through the last two years has been challenging on so many levels, but so rewarding. Debbie Gilbert, the organiser of the Best Business Women Awards, said all our finalists are all shining examples of being successful entrepreneurs who have proved their success to our judges. Sir Mike Penning has given his support to a campaign against development on Hemel Hempstead's last beauty nature spots. Sir Mike met with local residents who are campaigning against a planning application for the construction of 390 dwellings and a residential care home on Greenbelt Fields west of Leighton Buzzard Road at Pickett's End. The land in the planning application is to the west of Leighton Buzzard Road, north of Galley Hill, and is next to land that preserves a Roman villa. The site is home to red kites, herons, egrets, swallows, and occasionally a pair of peregrine falcons which nest in the trees. The River Gade, a valuable habitat for wildlife, runs along the bottom of the site and is a characteristic feature of the Chilterns. So Mike said, I totally support this campaign. This is a vital green space within the protected green belt and overdevelopment here, on top of all the additional housing already planned around the edges of the town, is totally unnecessary. He added, quite simply, this would be a step too far and is one of those over my dead body situations. Campaign organiser Angela Mitchell thanked Sir Mike for his unwavering support. She said, we are very much encouraged and very grateful for all the support from the local community. I urge everyone to sign our petition to protect this unique and beautiful place. You can sign the petition at change.org. Stop building on our green spaces. A Hemel Hempstead gym manager has been selected to compete at Birmingham Commonwealth Games 2022, which will start 
On July the 28th, James Arnott had his debut at the Gold Coast Games in 2018, where he won a silver medal in his T47 100 meters race, the same race he will be competing in this year. The 25-year-old who works as a gym operations manager at our gym in Maylands Avenue will compete on August the 2nd. This year, games are the first international multi-sport games where para-athletes were fully integrated in their nation's team. James was born with Herb's palsy, which causes restricted movement in his left shoulder, but he hasn't let, him, let it hold him back. He said, you might do things differently or maybe slower, but you can get the same results or even better. Growing up, James had wanted to follow in his brother's footsteps and become a professional rugby player. But after year nine, he was no longer allowed to play. He threw himself into other sports and it was whilst James was taking part in athletics uh, that he was scouted and competing in the 100 meter sprint became his first race of choice. When asked what advice he would give to anyone wanting to compete at international level, James said, surround yourself with positive people. Be really happy with the people around you in your life, whether that's when you are training, working or relaxing. Anyone interested in sponsoring James is asked to contact the gym at enquiries at ourgym.co.uk. Elderly residents in Decorum will now be able to hire a handy person or gardener thanks to a new service from Age UK Hertfordshire. The charity says it has decided to start offering the services after receiving lots of inquiries in recent years. The services will be carried out in partnership with Age UK Decorum, depending on the resident's location. Local people can hire the DBS checked and fully insured workers by the hour at £25. There is a minimum of one hour per visit to residents' homes. Services range from lawn mowing, strimming and leaf blowing to assembling furniture, hanging shelves, supplying and fitting key safes and changing tap washers. People can contact gardeners by calling this number 07951 105370 or by emailing gardener at ageukhearts.org.uk. The handy person can be reached on the above number or via an email at handyperson at ageukhearts.org.uk. Decorum Borough Council has vowed to protect important employment areas after a change to planning rules meant they could be converted into housing without planning permission. The change in rules impacts a range of commercial premises, including shops, cafes, gyms and other services. And the Council says schemes already completed or approved since 2014 under the new rules are likely to mean up to 3,000 office jobs in decorum are lost. Most 
of these job losses are occurring in the borough's main employment areas, including Maylands Business Park. Now, amid fears that this is impacting the area's ability to safeguard existing jobs, attract new businesses, and provide local services, Decorum Borough Council has taken steps to stop developments in their tracks. It has designated key employment areas as Article 4 areas, which reintroduce the need for planning permission for changes of use from office and other uses to houses or flats. This protection is set to end on August the 1st. The Council is planning to extend that protection for Maylands Business Park, Doolittle Meadows, Park Lane, Northbridge Road and River Park, Berkhamsted and Icknield Way in Tring. The Council is inviting your comments on the plans. The deadline for comments is 11.59pm on September the 2nd and they can be made via email to responses at decorum.gov.uk or by post to the strategic planning team, Decorum Borough Council, The Forum, Marlowe's, Hemel Hempstead, HP11DN. Further information is available on decorum.gov.uk forward slash article 4. A Doctor Who fan from Tring has made his own character and costume to raise awareness about eczema. George Page, who has the skin condition, couldn't decide which doctor to dress up as when he went to a Doctor Who convention. With the help of his mum, Louise, and her friend Emma, he created his costume including splashes of orange and purple, the eczema awareness colours, with a large orange and purple ribbon on the back. George also wore jewellery he makes to fun raise funds for Eczema Outreach Support, EOS, a charity for children with eczema and their families. He debuted Eczema Awareness Doctor at the conventions in Bedford and Wiltshire, with fans asking about the condition and the sixth doctor, Colin Baker, commending the creativity of his look. His mum said... The costume was a big hit and he loved telling people all about it and why he was wearing it and about eczema outreach support. Louise added, he is a chatty, confident boy and happily told everyone how eczema affects him and that it is not contagious. George, who has had eczema since he was a toddler, took photos from the convention into school and told all his classmates about eczema. He plans to wear the Eczema Awareness Doctor costume at more Doctor Who conventions this year. Christine Roxborough, CEO of Eczema Outreach Support, said, George has been a fantastic fundraiser for EOS over the years, and his idea to spread the message of EOS and what eczema is at conventions was a great one. She added, eczema is a misunderstood condition that affects one in five children in the UK. A couple have been fined after they were caught on camera dumping wood on a country lane in Markiate. 
Martin Nevin and Caroline Nevin of Maidenhall Road, Luton, pleaded guilty on July the 6th to the unauthorised deposit of controlled waste. They were ordered to pay fines of £480 and £320 costs of £599 each and a victim surcharge of £48 and £34. The court heard how on July the 24th last year, a covert camera installed by the council captured a VW transporter van arriving at Windmill Road and dumping their rubbish. The Cornborough Council's environmental enforcement team found three wooden pallets and smaller pieces of wood at the roadside. Councillor Julie Banks, portfolio holder for communities, said, This prosecution shows that all parties involved in a fly-tipping incident will be prosecuted. Our environmental enforcement officers have shown how they thoroughly investigate all incidents of fly-tipping as part of our zero-tolerance approach to the environmental crime. A group of injured army veterans who travelled across the country over the course of two weeks for charity stopped off at a Hemel Hempstead golf club. On Course Foundation, brackets OCF, close brackets, a charity which supports wounded, injured and sick veterans through golf organised the event, which started in Sandwich and finished at the Home of Golf in St Andrews. The groupers walked, ran, cycled, swam and canoed its way to 65 courses in England and Scotland, including the Centurion Club in Hemel. The nationwide relay challenge was organised after the foundation was prevented from holding its 10th anniversary celebrations and fundraisers in 2020 by the COVID-19 pandemic. At the end of June, Dave Lloyd, Brendan Murray and Kev Hall cycled 5.2 kilometres via Royal Blackheath, Canary Wharf, the Shire and the Centurion Club Helmer Hempstead before handing over their pin flag to Del Sullivan for the next leg of the relay. Del was joined by friend and OCF supporter Mick Abbs, who walked 25.8 kilometres to Tillsworth Golf Centre in Leighton Buzzard. The group travelled through the Midlands, stopping off in Warwickshire to Liverpool and Blackpool before cycling all the way up to Scotland. The team of veterans arrived in St Andrews the day before the start of the 150th Open Championship. In total, 56 beneficiaries took part in the two-week challenges, stopping to play some golf at each course. So far, the cyclists and walkers have raised nearly £17,800. More information can be found via oncoursefoundation.com and donations can be made at justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash oncourse to the open. Results of Care Quality Commission inspection of the East of England Ambulance Service has, have been published. The East of England Ambulance Service Trust, which covers the decorum area, has made marked improvements on significant and long-standing cultural issues which had placed it in special measures just under two years ago. 
The Care Quality Commission inspected the Trust earlier this year and has published its report this week. The inspection found that staff work effectively as a team to provide safe, kind and compassionate care to patients. The Trust was making it easier for people to give feedback and complaints were treated seriously. East of England Ambulance Service Trust, Chief Executive Officer Tom Abel, said that the Trust has taken the feedback seriously and will continue to work hard to address issues raised. Mr Abel said, I am pleased the Care Quality Commission has recognised that hard work of our people under significant pressure and that we've made marked improvements on what we have needed to address from previous inspections, which highlighted significant issues with our culture that left staff feeling unable to raise concerns. He added, we have focused on providing our people with a safe and supportive workplace, and there are early indicators that this is beginning to have a positive impact. Making significant progress to tackle bullying and harassment. Mr Abel continued, however, we recognise that this is only the first step in our work to improve our culture and our service, and we have a three to five year plan in place to fully address all of the challenges we face. The Care Quality Commission rightly identified several areas for improvement that we are continuing to address, including improving staff morale and access to training, the impact of the trust being on heightened surge levels for extended periods of time, and the challenges of staffing our ambulance operation centres. What happened in history this week? July 20th, 1940, the first singles charts were published in the US journal Billboard. Number one was I'll Never Smile Again by the Tommy Dorsey Band, vocal by Frank Sinatra. On this day last year, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos blasted off on a flight to the edge of space on Blue Origin's suborbital New Shepard rocket. July 21st, 1962, the Rolling Stones made their first appearance at the Marquee Club in London. On this day last year, deadly floods hit the Henan province in China with over 100,000 people evacuated to safety. July 22nd, 1946, after a failed wheat harvest, bread was rationed in Britain. July 23rd, 1955, Donald Campbell broke the world water speed record on Earlswater when he reached 202.32 miles per hour in Bluebird. On this day last year, a virtual wall of hope featuring the messages of support left at the mural of Manchester United and England striker Marcus Rashford was created, with the originals taken down for preservation. July 24th, 1935, Greetings telegrams were introduced by the GPO. If they were in a gold envelope, they cost an extra threepence. July 25th, 1948, 
bread rationing ended in Britain. On this day last year, thousands of runners took to the streets of London for their first mass 10k since lockdown restrictions were lifted. Lynn Moore has been awarded the Helping Hearts Hero Award in recognition of her dedication to supporting the Home Start Hurts charity since 1988. The award, launched during Helping Hearts Week, was created to celebrate people in Hertfordshire who have gone above and beyond and made a real difference in their local community. The panel unanimously selected Lynn as the winner from an impressive number of nominations. Lynn, who lives in Decorum, is a volunteer mentor at Home Start Hertz, a community network of trained and skilled volunteers helping families with young children through challenging times. She is the longest serving volunteer, having worked at the charity for 34 years and was nominated for her work to support vulnerable families, all of whom face many different and complex challenges. Susie Moody, Home Start Hearts Chief Executive said, Lynn is a fabulous volunteer and is very deserving of this award, which recognizes her amazing achievement and commitment. Lynn will be presented with her award on the 19th of September. Residents in Hemel Hempstead have complained about a 5G mast that has been installed in their area. As they say, they were never notified. It has now transpired that the 20 metre mast has been put in the wrong place. A spokesperson for Decorum Borough Council said, on receipt of this application, the council sent out the relevant notifications to residents and displayed a site notice in accordance with the regulations. The 20 metre mast and electrical cabinets were put up on the grass verge on Polehanger Lane in December, but the mast is 400 millimetres out of place and planning permission for its new location is being sought by CK Hutchison Networks UK. The council has explained that the mast did not need planning permission in December 2021, as a section of the Town and Country Planning Act allows certain types of communications equipment to be erected without it. The Coram Borough Council says that it notified residents and put up a notice, but this is something that the residents refute saying that the letters were not received. To continue, at a meeting with council representatives and councillor Fiona Guest, concerned residents Justin Hamper and John Tolan explained that electrical cabinets were making a humming noise, which sounded like a lawnmower mowing grass. They also mentioned that the mast was built on a floodplain and they were concerned about how this would affect the mast footings over time. Alex Robinson, Assistant Director of Planning at the Decorum Borough Council, could not comment on the noise being emitted, but suggested that the residents complain to the Environmental Health Department. So far, 20 objections to application 22-00 stroke Two five two forward slash RE two have been made. British Sign Language BSL users can communicate more easily with the emergency services following the launch of a new service this month. Nine 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 BSL is a free to use video relay service 
that can be accessed online or downloaded as an app. In an emergency, people who are deaf or hard of hearing can use 999 BSL to connect with the BSL interpreter. The interpreter will then call 999 using a landline to relay the conversation to the emergency services operator. To use the service, open the 999 BSL app or website, press the red button to video call, communicate with the BSL interpreter. Superintendent Craig Flint, who is the constabulary's strategic lead for disability, said 999 BSL helps dismantle barriers faced by people who are deaf or hard of hearing by making it easier for them to communicate with the police and other emergency services. It is an important step forward in our journey to become truly inclusive and as a police force we are continually looking at new ways to make our service more accessible for those living with disabilities. For more information, visit the 999BSL website. The Street Champion network of volunteers act as the eyes and ears of the community. They help improve an area by litter picking, reporting fly tipping, looking after the environment and encouraging neighbours and friends to get more involved in community events and activities. Over the past three months, the Decorum Street Champions have collected over 170 bags of refuse litter, 97 bags of recycling litter from across the borough. To thank them for their fantastic efforts, at 10 of the volunteers won pizza vouchers donated by Fireway Pizza. To enter the next Street Champions competition, simply register to become a Street Champion and share a photo of your litter pick at Street dot champions at decorum.gov.uk Hemel Hempstead Post Office has been officially reopened at a new location on Marlowe's. Mayor of Decorum, Councillor John Burney, the Right Honourable Sir Mike Penning MP for Hemel Hempstead and Leader of the Council, Councillor Andrew Williams, cut the ribbon at the community celebration on Thursday the 7th of July 2022. The new location is at Unit 1, 160 Marlows, Hemel Hempstead, HP1 1BA, and is run by experienced postmaster Saf Abdeen. Councillor Burney said people were worried when they heard that their main post office in Hemel Hempstead was going to close. They were very relieved that a replacement branch has been opened. I want to thank Postmaster Saf Abdeen for starting this new business. The design of the new premises is innovative and impressive. Councillor Williams said, A post office is at the heart of a community. The reopening of the branch at a new location is essential to the town centre. Hemel Hempstead will benefit from the experienced postmaster and staff operating this branch. The former post office at 181 to 183 Marlowe's closed in May when the lease expired. Staff from the previous post office branch now work in the relocated post office with further jobs created for those employed to work on the retail side of the business. The opening hours are Monday to Friday, 9am to 6.30pm, Saturday, 10am to 5.30pm, and Sunday, 10.30 to 4.30 p.m. 
COVID-19 Memorial Garden On Saturday, 16th of July, the Memorial Garden to remember those who lost their lives during the COVID-19 pandemic was officially opened. The occasion was marked with the tree blessing ceremony in the newly built garden in Gabridge Park. This space is open to the whole community and is a place for everyone to come together and reflect on the past two years and the impact it has had on the lives of local residents as individuals and as a community. Now we come to the information slot. This is followed by the obituaries, what's on and letters to the editor. News from the Macula Society about creating a drug using flower compounds. Scientists working to unleash the power of the well-known and well-renowned hyacinth plant have revealed more about their work to beat macular disease. Researchers at the University of Surrey are looking at whether a group of compounds called homoesoflavonoids found in rare hyacinth plants may be able to stop blood vessel growth in the macula. Professor Dulcie Mulholland, who was leading the research, which has been funded by the Macula Society, said her team is looking to create a library of homoesoflavonoids to test which are the safest and best at stopping blood vessels growing. The research will allow researchers to understand more about how this compound works and hopefully create a new drug for wet age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. Professor Mulholland said this would make it cheaper, more accessible and less invasive compared to eye injections. And as the compound works through a different mechanism to anti-VEGFs, this would benefit those who do not respond well to the existing drugs. Professor Mulholland said, the current drugs we have for those with wet AMD are expensive, require injections into the eye, and do not work for all patients. We therefore need a wider variety of drugs to offer those with wet AMD. This research could lead to a new type of drug for wet AMD that may be able to be given as an eye drop or tablet. The numbers of people who have AMD are quite astronomical. Professor Mulholland said, if we can use our little molecules to help, and especially to produce a treatment such as eye drops, it will be absolutely wonderful. So the motivation is to really get something onto the market to help people with the condition. Are you thinking about going away for a Christmas or New Year break to the Lake District? Welcome to an exclusive first look at the festive season 2022 at Windermere Manor Hotel in Cumbria. They are bringing tradition, comfortable rooms, delicious food, friendly service, entertainment excursions and more. This offer is only available to guests who book by phone on 01539 445801. Reservations for the popular Christmas, Twixmas, and New Year breaks are now available.
Prices start at £475 per person for four nights from 23rd December or £275 for three nights from 27th December. For further details and to book, phone 01539 Here is a reminder about the Community Action Decorum Door to Store Shopping Minibus. This service provides older or disabled people with safe, reliable and accessible transport to a local supermarket. The scheme runs as follows. Hemel Hempstead. Every fortnight on a Friday to Morrison's or Sainsbury's. Berkhamsted. Every fortnight on a Wednesday to Waitrose. Tring. Every fortnight on a Thursday to Tesco. Bovingdon. Every fortnight on a Monday to Sainsbury's. Kings Langley, every fortnight on a Monday to Sainsbury's. For more information and to book a seat each week on the Door to Store minibus, please call 212-888. Another service that might be very helpful is Community Cars. Well, what is Community Cars? Community Cars solves transport problems for less able people in decorum. Our team of volunteers use their own cars in their free time to drive passengers to their destinations. Well, who are our clients? Anyone who can't use public transport or taxis due to mobility or medical reasons, either permanent or temporary. Just so as you know, anybody using a wheelchair must be able to self-transfer to their car or take a relative or friend to assist them. All journeys will be considered, including hospital, doctor or dental appointments, visits to sick friends or relatives, day centres and clubs, community centres, libraries, hairdressers, etc. Well, how much does it cost? Well, the minimum charge for a journey is £7. You can book community cars. Their office is open five days a week, Monday to Friday, 9am to 3pm, by phoning 212-888. And their website address is ctadmin at communityactiondecorum, or one word, .org.uk. The obituaries in the Gazette this week are Stephanie Ann Bramham of Potton End, aged 81. Christopher Montague Dyer, aged 85. Brenda Gower, formerly of Shepherd's Green, aged 82. Frieda Felmingham Greatbatch of Vauxhall Road, aged 98. Eileen Mary Reagan of Longlands, aged 95. May they all rest in peace. And here are some trustee notices for this week. If you have a claim or interest in any of the following persons, please send written details before the 21st of September 2022 to the address listed. Kenneth John Mead, late of Rambles, Bulbourne Tring, who died on 1st March 2022. 
Picton's Solicitors, LLP, Studio K, forward slash 2, 274, Witton Gate West, Buckinghamshire, MK91EJ. Stephen Mark Lee, late 37 Old Mill Gardens, who died on 4th of March 2021. Harwell and Atkins, Boxwell House, 275 High Street, Berkhamstead, HP41BW. William James Preston, late of 20 St Mary's Avenue North Church, who died on 12th Jan 2020. Harwell and Atkins, Boxwell House, 275 High Street, Berkhamstead, HP41BW. Rita Jean Fenner, late of 24 Bunyan Close, Tring, who died on 5th June 2022. Picton Solicitors, LLP, Studio K, forward slash 2, Witten Gate West, Buckinghamshire, MK91EJ. What's on? Music. Meadowland at St Peter's Church, Berkhamsted on 24th of July. Immersive evening of ethereal music for cello, accordion and harp. Visit behindthemirror.org to book. Music on Mondays at St Augustine's Church, Limbury near Luton on 25th of July. Celebrate the music of the 17th and 18th centuries. Visit lutonmusic.org.uk to book. Music. Rose Royce featuring Gwen Dickey at Grove Theatre Dunstable on the 29th of July. Visit grovetheatre.co.uk to book. Family Theatre, Zog and the Flying Doctors, Watford Palace Theatre on the 27th of July. Visit watfordpalacetheatre.co.uk to book. Films at the cinema this week include The Living Daylights, Bond 60th Anniversary, Notre Dame on Fire, Where the Crawdads Sing, The Railway Children Return, Elvis and Top Gun Maverick and many more. All popular films are provided to cinemas with an audio description track. Please mention your requirements at the time of booking. The 2022 Commonwealth Games, 28th July to 8th August. Athletes from across the Commonwealth will head to Birmingham for this year's Games. Events include athletics, basketball, cycling and judo. All the excitement and drama will be broadcast across BBC One, BBC Two and BBC Three. There are no letters to the editor this week. We have a few more news items. Decorum Borough Council are inviting tenants and leaseholders 
to have their say on the new repairs and maintenance service which will be put in place in 2024. Focus groups are being held throughout July and August across Decorum where you can tell us what you think is working well with the current service and where and what improvements can be made. Please email talk-to-us at decorum.gov.uk to book a session listed at the end of this piece or if you would like further information. State clearly in your email which date, time or session you would like to attend. We will do our best to offer you a place at your preferred session. If, however, that session is fully booked, we will get in touch to offer you an alternative session. If you are unable to attend a focus group, you can still give your feedback via our repairs and maintenance survey at decorumrepairs.commonplace.is. Continuing the previous item, training sessions can be booked as follows. Tenant sessions in Tring, Saturday the 30th of July, 10 a.m. to noon at Victoria Hall, Aikman Street, Tring, HP 23-6AA. Tenant and leaseholder session in Berkhamsted and Hemel Hempstead, Saturday 23rd of July, 10 a.m. to noon at Civic Centre, 161 High Street, Berkhamsted, HP 4-3HD. Saturday the 6th of August, 10 a.m. to noon at the Forum, Marlowe's Hemel Hempstead, HP 11TN. A leaseholder session, Saturday the 30th of July, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. at Victoria Hall, Ackerman Street, Tring, HP 236AA. The Coram Borough Council has worked in partnership with Tring Town Council to award grants to the Wendover Canal Trust for a canal restoration project. They have given £135,000 and Tringtown Council has given £20,000 towards a project to remove waste from Wendover Canal, which will later enable it to be relined and rewatered. The grants have been matched with a legacy from a former resident of Little Tring. The restoration project includes the removal of 5,500 cubic metres of household waste. This was tipped for 10 years from 1918 to 1928 into the closed canal at Little Tring by the then Tring Urban District Council. The tip waste consists mainly of ash and stretches for 270 metres. It's one of the final barriers to rewatering the Wendover Canal and its removal will be a significant milestone. It will also allow the reopening of the towpath through the area, currently containing the waste, avoiding the need for walkers, runners and cyclists to divert down the busy Little Tring Road. For the first time in 100 years, there will be a continuous towpath from the Grand Union Canal to Wendover. Councillor Christopher Townsend, Chair of Tring Town Council, said, We have a strong interest in the progress of this magnificent local restoration project, which is staffed entirely by volunteers, and have been pleased to support the removal of the town's historic household waste from the canal. Grass Cutting 
Recent trials to increase biodiversity in the hedgerows in Hertfordshire by changing how we maintain verges have been completed. So far, two approaches have been trialled. Some verges were cut and the grass and cuttings were collected as this enables wildflowers to establish and bloom. At other locations, the grass that was usually cut twice a year was changed to just once a year. As an overall result, this year we see significantly more wildflowers in the verges along the roads of the county than in previous years and can enjoy some breathtaking views whilst travelling, walking or cycling. Now for some sports news. First, cricket. Hemel Hempstead Town Cricket Club maintained their push for league honours as they ran out convincing winners by 144 runs at Hitchin on Saturday. It's been since the end of May when Lewis Hodgins restarted playing following his winter sojourn in Australia that Hemel Hempstead have awaited him to come back to his form of the last few years at the club. On Saturday, they had it with Hodgins opening the batting and scoring 69 and then coming on as second change bowler to take 5 for 48 and help bowl out Hitchin for 106. Hem will remain in third place in the championship but now only 18 points behind Shenley Village who lost to Broxbourne and who Hemel visit this weekend in what looks set to be an interesting game. More Hemel Hempstead Town Cricket Club reports from the weekend can be found at hemeltoday.co.uk. And next, basketball. Hemel Storm have confirmed that Drew Spinks will be returning to the club as head coach for the upcoming campaign. Spinks, who will be entering his fourth season as the club's head coach, has been a key contributor in the club's rise to being one of the top sides in the National Basketball League. Spinks has led the side to two playoff finals out of two, narrowly missing out last season to the team Solent Castrels. Over the three years, Spinks has worked tirelessly to improve the standards of the club on and off the court and will be key to the future of the club going forward. Assistant coach Michael Darlow will also return for the 2022-2023 season. More basketball news. Basketball England has honoured a community coach for his work at the Hemel Hempstead Club he set up in the early 2000s. Ken Corbin, who won the Community Coach of the Year Award at 2019 Decorum Borough Council Sports Awards, has been tackling inequalities for 20 years. Ken recently located to Kent, but has left his club in safe hands. His legacy is cemented in the history of the club after he pushed to get the Northridge Way basketball court fully refurbished. Finally, synchronised swimming. Hemel Hempstead-based Decorum Synchronised Swimming Club, DSSC, competed for the first time at a national competition on July 2nd. The club went to the National Swim England Artistic Swimming Combo Cup 2022 
held at London Aquatic Centre and was placed sixth out of 14 teams who entered. Team coach Emma Chapman said, it was an amazing experience for the team to compete at the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park Pool and to gain sixth place was outstanding. A reminder for those interested in sports news, on Saturday afternoon, Three Counties Radio broadcast on FM 103.8. Heart Radio are on FM 97.6 and Talk Sport are on MW 1089. And we are coming to the end of this week's news. Sunrise and sunset times for this weekend are 0511 and 2106. Don't forget for those with access to the internet, our news is uploaded to our website soon after the recording each week on a Thursday evening. This can be found by visiting dtnhemel.org.uk. For those of you who are listening to this week's news on Memory Stick, a useful list of service and amenity contact numbers follow the final music. Please remove your Memory Stick carefully from the player and return it to us in the pouch provided. Turn the label over and post it back to us using any Royal Mail post box. No stamp is required. Thank you for listening. Until next time, it's goodbye from your readers and editor, and also from Joe, your technician this week. <laughs>